0: Good morning. It is Monday, February 25th. It's 7:38 a.m. I'm sitting here Lavinia is just purring like crazy. Um being very clingy. That's okay. Um oh, I actually had a weird cat dream last night. Surprise, surprise. Um The gist of it is there was a doppelganger of Lavinia who barged into the house through the front door, but going under the crack, you know, like uh, the bottom of the door. And I don't know how she did it, but when she got in the house, she would run through the house and tear things up, and she was really aggressive and... Lavinia, I would have kept her or tried to help her, but Lavinia did not want to have this doppelganger in the house. And I tried everything then to keep the cat out by putting, like, you know, objects in front of that that space, um, like books and towels and things. But she would still come in, and then I called... it's weird making phone calls in your dreams, but I called the animal control services and, you know, then that just leads you down another K-hole. So I don't really remember the outcome of that dream, but it was a strange dream um, and it felt very, very real. Um, and then I had another dream the night before, and I don't know what the deal is, but I was the... Secondary love interest or or partner of a another polyamorously attached male in a couple. Um, this guy was a Silicon Valley kind of tech person, which that is that is definitely a dream honey because I am not touching that in waking life let me tell you my rule is no tech bros okay and he uh didn't speak very good English but somehow there you know and there wasn't really any chemistry either I which which could be expected from somebody who lives primarily off of Soylent um but it was so strange, and and I went on vacation with him and his wife, and the wife was very dismissive of me, and I was like, I would never get in this situation in real life, at least not to my knowledge, you know? Um, people lie. People say they're attached. They're not attached when they are attached is the more common lie, Um and so, who knows? Maybe I'm unconsciously picking up on something. He, uh, he also had a very precocious daughter, who, at one point in the vacation, decided to give me a dressing down about my appearance and where I was at in my life. And I realized that that was, when I woke up, that was actually like negative um, internal dialogue or or something that I had unconsciously hidden like deep down inside or something so i feel like these when i'm involved in a polyamorous situation in a dream i think that those things represent different aspects of yes there's there's some you know pastiche from the outside world you know i see techies every day for example but um there's also the you know, the, the split of all the, all the different, um, aspects of, of consciousness and, and my perception of self. Who cares, man? Who really cares? It's just a dream, but it's so weird. Uh, did not watch the Oscars. Um, I wasn't boycotting it or anything like that. I just, I, it it hadn't occurred to me. I don't, I don't have like network television, you know? Um, I usually go to the knockout every year and watch those, but I had really tied one on for Amisha's birthday party. Um, honestly, I didn't really get wasted or anything, but it, it was just, you know, I'm only drinking once a week now and it kind of makes me have longer hangovers and stuff. Um, So, yeah, I stayed in bed and I watched The Cider House Rules for the first time. Oh, my God. (laughs) What a silly movie. Um, I mean, I know it's a serious movie, too, and it deals with serious issues. But the way that it was performed, it might as well have been a TV movie. I'm sorry. Charlize Theron is, is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But she should probably up her acting game a little bit um she didn't seem dangerous like she didn't seem like the dangerous femme fatale that she was supposed to be playing um she's got a gorgeous body though i'll give her that i mean hey maybe you don't need to be a good actress if you you know look that hot um erica badu as the uh the young migrant worker she was she was good she was serviceable um Michael Caine as the dentured doctor with the control issues I you know he's kind of a slut for roles like he you know they could have gotten anybody to play that that doctor um but yeah he did he did a fine job but that that was really uh then he commits suicide? I I know this is spoiler alert, but come on, guys. I'm the only person who hasn't seen this movie, apparently. Um, (laughs) But it was really funny because I was like, this guy is a control freak. He purposely was sabotaging this orphan's life and free will through trickery and deception. And then... Because he had good intentions, that makes it okay. I'm sorry. No it doesn't. You know? Um I I did think Toby Maguire was good at, at acting like a virgin. I mean, hello. That that's uh that's hard for people to do once you're not one anymore. Um it's kinda hard to act like one. And uh so that's that I guess required some skill, assuming he's not a virgin. So yeah, I uh, went to Misha's birthday. It was really fun. Uh it was at, held this year at the phone booth. Uh Francis was behind the bar. Um I noticed he tends to shake Manhattans, um which was probably why I was able to have more than two. <laughs> um because, you know, that waters them down considerably, but he, they weren't foamy or anything like that. But um yeah, it was good to see Francis. He's looking very handsome and he's very sweet. Um, I got there at around 10 15 and I stayed for, I don't know, 3.5 hours. Um, so, yeah, I was having a good old time. Uh, everyone was out there. We had Donnell and Bridget and Randy. And a bunch of other people too. Arena was there. So, and I met some new people too. A lady named Alexis, who works uh, with Peaches Christ on the uh, uh, Showgirls themed drag event. And uh, they're doing a Showgirls musical, which sounds dynamic. Um, So, yeah, there was a lot of talking going on. There was Amy Brown was there. Um, It was it was really fun. Just there was a very nice sense of community. Amisha looked great. She does not age. That girl does not age. She looks, I don't know, maybe 32 or something like that. Maybe that was her 32nd birthday. It's hard to tell sometimes. Uh, She's got a real lust for life and a uh, very uh, even yet sparkly personality so that adds to the youthful appearance as well so it was really great to celebrate her birthday and i'm very <clears throat> happy to have her as a neighbor and a friend and of course Sean was there too <laughs> i mean so yeah i i love them both lots and lots so that was good uh it was not as many goobers as usual at the phone booth. Um, there there were the usual suspects, uh, the phone booth regulars. Um I saw Heidi there, but uh I didn't get a chance to say hi. And I don't think I don't think we saw each other. Um And then, you know, there were a couple uh, entitled A holes there, you know, but uh just you know, just your typical run-of-the-mill annoying people. Uh, they fortunately did not try to intr- to intrude too heavily. One, one, one person tried to insinuate themselves into our party, um, but they were roundly you know ignored and dismissed. So that's that was good. Uh, Tomo and Ned were there for a little bit, so it it was just it was a nice crowd of people, and and it wasn't too terribly cold either. And then I went and had a nightcap at Ann's house. That that was pleasant, and uh, you know. But then, before I know it, it's almost four a.m. I'm like, "Oh, jeez, I gotta go to bed." So yeah, I yeah I went to bed and I slept in, and I just worked from bed all day yesterday. It felt really nice. Uh, I got up and made some ginger juice with celery. Um, I've been riding the spinach train for a while and now I've switched to another car. I am now on the ginger train and I still love spinach, but I'm not as insane about it as I've been. Um, I will probably have a little spinach today, but not massive amounts like before. Um, but yeah, ginger, that is Wonderful stuff. It kind of makes me feel like I'm going to drool all over myself if I have too much. It just makes you drool. But um, (laughs) other than that, it's delicious. So uh, I am planning a series about the Mitford sisters. And it's going to take a little tiny bit more planning. This week was so hectic that I didn't have chance to sort it out because there's so many sisters and they're each their lives are so complex and intertwined that I want to make sure that each sister gets their due but I'm really looking forward to, to presenting that to you guys and uh, the first installment will be next week so that's something to put in your pipe and smoke it <laughs> um I do wanna tell you all if y'all haven't been reading the papers or not uh that bisset baobab is closing on right near the beauty bar that's, I believe that's off a nineteenth and mission um you know it's a it's a f- funky little place it's the it's very dark in there um I've only went in there once back in two thousand seven or maybe two thousand six, uh, I was kind of seeing this Australian guy that wasn't. You know, I wasn't super into him. Let's put it that way. I was also seeing other people, um, but my my memory of that place is going there with him, and him feeding me an an appetizer with spinach in it. And he's like, here, sweetie. And he, I've never, I don't like to be fed, you know, um, but he really insisted on um, feeding me this appetizer. I think in an effort to be sensuous, and it was kind of a a failure. I, you know, I didn't refuse, like and like keep my mouth closed or anything, but I, I participated because, you know, he's Australian, and so everything they do is hilarious and corny and and weird, you know, this person was, you know, the accent, it was the accent that just like, I was like, yeah, sure. I'll participate. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Australian people. They're, they're beautiful and hot. Um, this one in particular is a a goober though. Um, but yeah, so he was feeding me the spinach appetizer at Bisset Baobab and it was really dark in there. (laughs) And uh just isn't it delicious, sweetie? <laughs> and I was like, Yes, sweetie. <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's um it's closing its doors due to an immigration issue. Now the owner is from a very prominent Senegalese family. Uh presidents, diplomats, Um, poet laureates are are all from his family uh they his family immigrated to France and so and they had a very comfortable uh lifestyle there and when he was 24 he moved here in 1989 to kind of sow his wild roots and oats and forge an identity for himself um his first stop was LA wherein he married a woman through an agency, a a church run agency that helps African immigrants get on their feet. Now this is the funny part. Cause I'm just like, dude, you're, you're wealthy. You're from a prestigious family. Um, how is it that you're going through this hokey jokey agency? Uh, And the reason why I say it's, it's hokey-jokey is because he's, he's getting possibly deported because of his work of using that agency. Um, when he was asked to provide some evidence of his marriage, you know, to his, his wife, you know, his green card wife, which, you know, you're, you know, you're supposed to act like you live together and everything, um... And that you're a real couple and the address that but they're estranged quickly the address he gave ended up being a bogus address it was the address to the agency to the to the sketchy agency Um and i think that what happened is when he came here he was very naive and and didn't know any better and got some bad advice because he was fairly young and, and sheltered. And I think that's probably how he fell into this crowd, this network. Um, so flash forward, you know, to 28, 2019, 20, what year is it? 2019 and there's, you know, everyone's coming down on, on immigrants to say the least. And uh, so he is being forced, he, he sold the building to this, uh, peruvian place that's located um in the excelsior i think i tried to go there one time it wasn't very appetizing um so the that place is going to move in he's also sold the liquor license to them too i mean the liquor license is like gold he sold the liquor license um and he was being cagey at first he would not he would not give the the scoop to the ex, to the uh, examiner uh, I was like, what you got against the examiner, huh? You ain't going to give him the scoop? Because he wasn't talking about uh, the the marriage or, or the agency or anything like that. Um, some other news sources uh, dug that information up, uh, you know, in the same day. So apparently, uh, yeah, he just didn't want to give the info. And um, his... What he was telling the Examiner, though, was, was a different story than what he was telling the other papers. It was kind of strange. Um, he wants to have some sort of DJ club venue in the dog patch or the Bayshore Bay area. And he wants it to be, like, in a big warehouse and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, why wouldn't you keep your liquor license then? You see, that sounds sketchy. And maybe he came up with that story off the cuff to um, save face a little bit. Um, but, yeah, don't sell your liquor license if you're going to open some big-ass venue. You know, use that clout. So that was kind of odd, huh? Um, I really hope he doesn't get deported. Um he's from a good family he's an active member of the community he does provide a a place for people to go to dance to cool music and um he brings people from all over the world together and um you know there's something to be said for that in this retroactive you know age of xenophobia um you know, that there are people, you know, it's not my scene, but there are people in the city where that's their thing. They like to go and, and be there in the dark and eating spinach appetizers and stuff, um, having them fed to them. So that place needs to be. Um, and it's, it's sad, you know, those liquor licenses, man, they're, those, those are like gold. Um, I think he sold it for $200,000, which I think it's the average price. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Um, so that, and then he sold the building for uh, like $2.5 Where he bought it for $1.6 He was forced to buy it a few years ago uh, due to some lease issue. Um, so he's like, fuck it, I'll just buy it. I wish him well. I hope, I really hope he doesn't get deported. So yeah, I'm about to embark on some major shipping and that's going to take me several hours to do I have the the bane of my existence is this Dracula mug that I am going I finally found a box for it um I usually try to ship things out same day or or next day but uh it's been so hard finding the correct box for this oddly shaped item so yeah it's really mundane um thank you for listening and I hope you all have a wonderful day and a great week and uh, stay tuned for next week where I start the Mitford Sisters series. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Okay, bye-bye.